Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shublin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports. Saturday, October 3rd, 2020. Oh, we made it to October. Now, now, can all the pumpkin spice latte people, the aficionados, okay, I'll give them the month of October. <laughs> That's all you but get. But August and September, yeah. come on, you were <laughs> over the line. You know, it's you know, it crazy. Speaking of October and Halloween, I go into Michael's earlier this week uh, looking for some gifts for my wife for her birthday. And it, there's a couple aisles of Halloween stuff, and then the rest is Christmas. Like, the Christmas village is up already. <laughs> we're like a month away from Halloween, and they've already flipped the, flipped the page. So they, they know where the margin is. They, they, <laughs> uh, they know what they're doing, I will say that. But Indeed. it's just wild that in September, they're taking down Halloween things. And what can't you find for your wife at Michael's? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's dangerous. I shopped there for my wife for Christmas last year. Yeah, so. it's uh, yeah, it's a one-stop shop for sure. That and Target. You really just need oh. two stores. Yeah, yeah. Target will yeah, basically the the old adage: the Target will tell you what uh, what you you need there, and will throw itself into your cart. I guess <laughs> from yeah, what I understand, pretty much from uh, from all indications. From, from me being dragged to Target, yes, that's exactly how. So. I, I grew up. From. I grew up about a mile from Target, so you know. It's, <laughs> anyway, hey, well, welcome into talking sports, talking local sports of all sorts. Uh, of course, we've got week seven of the high school football season to recap for you. Of course, there's one game left at high noon today. The Woodland Warriors are going to be at Culver Academy. Uh, and so that will indeed wrap up week seven of the high school football season. But we did. Well, get some answers last night. A little bit of clarity. Not completely clear, Justin. Yeah, still but, some uh, things to determine. There's a little bit of intrigue left, but it you know, it took seven weeks yeah. to be able to sort all this out, it seems. Which so. is more than usual. Usually after four or five weeks you can circle a couple big games left Definitely. in the area and say these are gonna decide the conferences, but didn't wasn't the case at least in the SAC and, and the Northeast eight. Yes, yes, and I think the ACAC was over last week. It was, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but the Northeast corner, who knows what's going on there exactly? But we'll we'll, we'll find out. But uh, got a great show lined up for you today. Also, we are going to be talking uh, at the bottom of the hour to the founder and director of Optimum Performance Sports, Dr. Jason Russell. And uh, he's going to chat with us about, um, you know, an, an exciting update on the construction of a wonderful facility that is going to basically enhance performance throughout Fort Wayne and Northeast Indiana and, and beyond. Um, we're going to talk to Dr. Russell uh, at about 930 or so about that and see what the progress is looking like and, uh, and, and by all uh, 
you know, uh, indications from Twitter, he's very excited. He and Dr. Ian Nelson are very excited about what's going on. I, I love their videos, so uh, we're going to chat with him just a little bit later. But we need to recap Week 7 and maybe take a little look into the crystal ball for Week 8 of the high school football season as well. So let's get started in the Summit Athletic Conference. Last night, it was the Concordia Cadets over the Wayne Generals on rivalry night, 27-16. Oh, we've talked about him just about every week here the last four or five weeks. Cam Johnson uh, basically did it you know, on his own. I mean, three touchdowns, uh, two rushing, one receiving TD last night for the Cadets. And uh, this speedster is, is showing why he, overall he's one of the best football players in Northeast Indiana. It, yes, most definitely. Just a, a crazy night out there, and it, I didn't think that game was going to end. To be honest, really, uh, it, it was it was phenomenal. You know, the that this is where we got the SAC into a little bit more clarity, right? Last night, so um, it was a game where where basically they just. Uh, kind of handled everything that they needed to do and it was uh it was absolutely impressive what they did last night coming out and getting a big win it was bishop dwenger over bishop Bluers in the battle of the bishops 43 to 6 devin tipman three touchdowns for the saints bishop dwenger now six and one on the season their only loss uh that one to homestead so um you know they uh, they would need some help in the last two weeks if if they are going to keep pace but but They've got a date with the Snyder Panthers next They do. Week. Now, remember, uh, just uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking about Snyder basically uh, being uh, being given up on and everything. Oh, well, hold on. Yeah, hold right? On. Four and three now? I mean, we felt like they had a shot. You know, Northrop had a shot to end their losing streak last night to Snyder, and that was put to bed pretty quick. That was. Uh, but before that, uh, uh, Northside over Southside in the Battle of the Totem Pole, 49-6. to Deuce Taylor, another Deuce Taylor night. Six touchdown passes on the evening. Uh, Snyder with Tyrese Brown rushing for over 100 yards and a couple of touchdowns, 110 to be exact. Shuts out Northrop, 44 to nothing. And I think in the last five weeks, the Panthers have won four games, yep. and uh, their only loss was to Homestead, sitting atop the SAC, and have Dwenger looming next week. But then again, uh, for Dwenger, they've got Snyder looming, yeah. so uh, it should be interesting. And, of course, the Masters Heating and Cooling High School Football Game of the Week last night out at Homestead. It was the Homestead Spartans over the Carroll Chargers, 70-41. to 41. Evan Ormsby. All kinds of records were set in that game, individual single-game records. Uh, he had 437 yards passing, six touchdown passes, had a couple rushing. Braden Hardwick, oh, by the way, yeah, when you're throwing for 437 yards, you're not usually going to see someone rushing for 286 <laughs> either. Yeah. But uh, that's what happened. And, uh, Justin, tell us a little bit about what you saw out there at Walter Stadium. I mean, it was it was Homestead giving Carroll a dose of their own medicine. We've seen Carroll in particular games against uh, Northside and some other teams this year where they couldn't stop Carroll's offense. And Jeff Becker was able to do whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. And last night, Homestead did that to Carroll. And I'm sure it was extremely frustrating for the Chargers, but turnabout is fair play. Now they kind of are on the receiving end or something like that. After the initial 
Homestead drive that ended with an interception. Homestead then scored on, I believe, 10 consecutive possessions. And a lot of those possessions and scoring drives happened within three, four, five plays. I mean, it was just astounding how Homestead was able to get down the field so quick and score. And Ormsby was the the leader of that. But, you know, like you said, Braden Hardwick had a huge night breaking tackles. Uh, I think I think Joe Rudolph is going to be have nightmares of the skinny post time after time after time, unable to stop it, as Evan Ormsby was hooking up with Nate Anderson and Jared Kistler all night. Uh, thorough domination by that Homestead D offense. And I don't know when it happened, but the SAC has become the Big 12 in terms of offense and defense or lack thereof in defense. I mean, this year, I'd have to go back and do some research, but it feels like this is one of the most high-scoring years in the SAC that we've had in quite some time. Yeah, ever remember. In in the Evan Ormsby, let's talk about him for just a moment. Uh, I think as far as our uh, uh, calculations uh, showed, in the last four weeks, he's thrown 19 touchdown passes. Now, not bad from a guy that, that <laughs> the first couple, three weeks of the season, uh, the, the rap against him, anything, and it was he's got to step up. Yeah. He's got to step up some. And, and as the season was starting, he was, oh, that's the replacement for Luke Goody. Right. You know, the yeah. replacement. He was, that's what he was known as. Now, when you look at it, when when he is able to to do what he's doing against some of the better teams yeah. in the area, he he's got to be right in the mix sure. for you know one of the well, if not you know the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in Northeast Indiana. Right. I, I know you got your Deuce, you got your your Beckers, and, and your Lytles as well. But my goodness, I mean, what he's doing now, week after week after week. Is is pretty incredible. Yeah, you know, early in the year when we talked about the best quarterbacks in the area, you know, several people would say, you know, there were three of the best quarterbacks in the area were Deuce and Jeff Becker and Luke Goody, and Goody just wasn't playing. But all due respect to Luke, and he was a great quarterback and an even better basketball player. But Evan Ormsby right now is playing better football than Luke Goody ever did last year. So, a I don't. I don't. I'm not saying Evan Ormsby would have played over Luke Goody this year, but that's how good Evan Ormsby has has been. And as Brett Rump, uh, you know, pointed out, if Luke Goody doesn't choose basketball over football, Evan Ormsby isn't even breaking any of these records. It's Luke Goody no. playing quarterback. So, once again, it shows just how impressive the assistant coaching and Chad Zolman are with molding quarterbacks. And these guys have natural talent, but they're also being coached up to an extreme degree at the quarterback position. No better team in Northeast Indiana builds up their quarterbacks as good as Homestead does. Well, I think we talked about this. Bill Skelton develops. And when a quarterback gets hurt at Homestead, it's next man up. And then yeah. the next man that comes up is prepared and is prepared by Coach Skelton, who who is a you know a former quarterback himself. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the, everything uh, everything Homestead's doing right now is turning to gold. And uh, you know here they are. You know yeah. after the after the week one loss, let's, let's rattle them all off and uh, and uh, you know put everybody in their wake. But my goodness, you know, and now they've got they've got to believe Wayne and South. Wayne and South, yeah. yeah. So all due respect to those two teams, both one and six. Uh, the path to keeping the victory bell is a relatively manageable one for Homestead. 
Let's look over at the Northeast Eight Conference now. Uh, games last night. Uh, uh, I don't know. Was this a surprise to you, Justin? East Noble over Columbia City uh, with with relative ease, twenty seven to ten. This game was played in Kendallville. Now, under ordinary circumstances. It's a tough place to play. It used to be because of the field turf, and, and the Knights were, were you know built around the field turf. Well, now everybody's pretty much got it. And the fans there at, at, in Kendallville, wait wait a minute, you know, how, how many fans were there? And, yeah. You know, uh, so were the, were the stands very well populated? But I'll tell you what, Columbia City is getting better. They are, yes, and you know that or, game was. Excuse me, East Noble. No, yeah, but the, both, both. Well, yeah, I mean for sure, Columbia City. That game was thirteen ten, I believe, going into the fourth, before a couple touchdowns in the fourth by East Noble, and it, it just felt like a difficult matchup for Columbia City, and they hadn't played a team the caliber of East Noble yet this year. We can talk, look at East Noble and say, yeah, three and three, but with the losses to Mooresville and Leo. And then Norwell, those are three quality opponents. I think those three are better than any of the opponents Columbia City had yet played prior to last night. So a surprise, no. Um, you know, it, we were encouraged to see this matchup to see where Columbia City matched up. I think they represented themselves well. I don't think the final score is indicative of how close that game was. But East Noble gets Rowan Zolman back, which is big. And so they were able to get back on track, avoid a fourth straight loss. And, uh, and now going forward, Columbia City gets no uh, no breaks. Now they get Leo next week, and then they have Norwell sitting week nine. Exactly, and and when you look at things, of course, uh, Leo shutting out Huntington North last night, twenty one to nothing. Now that's the Lions' fourth shutout this season, and here are the teams they've shut out: Woodland, Norwell, East Noble, and now Huntington North. Very impressive, those final three. Huntington North is a very good running team. And to be able to shut down that running attack the way they were able to last night was nothing short of impressive. So when we talk the favorite in the NE8, we've emerged in the SAC with Homestead as now being that team. Now I think it's safe to say that Leo is that team with two weeks remaining. That's right. And uh, New Haven got back on the winning track, beating Belmont last night by a score of 43 to six. The other score in the NE8 had Norwell shutting out DeKalb 50 to nothing. And talking about shutouts, that's Norwell's third shutout of the season. Once again, another team uh, with a very staunch defense through seven weeks of the season. They've given up 49 points and average is just seven points per contest. So, uh, you're going to win a lot of games yeah. when, when your defense is that stingy. Very dangerous team heading into the postseason are the Norwell Knights for sure, if they can stay healthy. We're going to go ahead, step out, take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll uh, give you the scores of the Allen County Athletic Conference as well as the NECC. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. It's time to rethink your limits, and OPS is here to help you do it. OPS, optimum performance. Unfortunately, injuries are just a part of the game and can happen to anyone. The professionals at OPS work together to get you back in action and performing at your very best. From certified athletic trainers to fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, and sports performance coaches, your athlete will receive the same continuum of care as the professionals do. Wanting to take your game to the next level? OPS offers 
offers performance classes six days a week at the newly renovated Ash Center. OPS athletes can experience real measurable results in speed, strength, and agility without increasing their risk of injury. The certified trainers at OPS use scientific methods to help you get the most out of your body. Mention this ad and you will receive one free month of training. Visit OptimumPerformanceSports.com to learn more and to start your free month today. The Indianapolis Colts hit the road this Sunday to take on the Chicago Bears at Soldier Field. The Colts have won two in a row and aim to give the Bears their first loss of the season. Join me, Matt Taylor, Rick Venturi, and Lara Overton on Sunday for countdown to kickoff beginning at noon, followed by game action at 1. The Colts have outscored their last two opponents 63-18. We'll try to take down the 3-0 Bears in the Windy City. Don't miss a minute of the action on Sunday right here on the Bell Tire Radio Network. On Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. With so so many new pet owners, Kezia's Grooming can't keep up. Kezia's Grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here. When it's time to eat, there's nothing more comforting than comfort food you don't have to cook. So get a $20 fill-up from KFC. Choose from eight pieces of original recipe, extra crispy chicken, or 12 tenders. It comes with all the fixings to feed your whole family. Order ahead at KFC.com. KFC drive throughs are still open. Or stay in and get contactless delivery by Grubhub. With buckets of love, Colonel Sanders. Limited time only at participating locations only. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions extra. Delivery service and additional fees apply. Champions are made in October, and BetMGM Sports is giving new customers a chance to win $100 in free bets when they place a $1 bet on the Colts versus Bears game. And if either team scores a touchdown, you win. And use bonus code DC100. All you have to do is sign up and make your first wager to take advantage of this offer. With the basketball and baseball seasons coming to exciting conclusions, there's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM Sports is the king of sportsbooks. Go all in on the action with Parlay bonus payouts, boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code DC100 to win $100 in free bets when you wager $1 on the Colts versus Bears game. And if either team scores a touchdown, you win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply, along with Justin Kenny from OPS and Outside the Huddle.net. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And don't forget to stick around. Bottom of the hour, we're going to be talking with OPS founder and director, Dr. Jason Russell. Uh, he's got some exciting up updates on the construction that's going on uh, around the DuPont Hospital area uh, by I-69. You may see it as you're heading uh, southbound or northbound, for that matter, on I-69. Uh, and you are going to be pleased to hear what Dr. Russell has to say. So uh, we're going to be chatting with him, as we said, in the bottom of the hour. But before we do that, we got to get to the ACAC and NECC. But first, I want to tell you real quick about my friends at Culligan. A couple of weeks ago, we had our water softener inspected, 
had Rick Harris come out, take a look at things, give us a water test, make sure that the water softener was working, and it was. And he checked everything out, went out, sanitized the the uh, brine tank as well. There's just a little extra fee for that, but he did all that. But anyway, twenty nine ninety five for a softener inspection. It's peace of mind. It's a small investment. Do you know if your water softener is even working? You can't tell if it is or it isn't. You don't typically hear it. It regenerates at night when you're sleeping, usually. That's how they're set up. But anyway, give them a call today, 484-8668. That's 484-8668. I'm glad we did. You would be glad, too. It doesn't matter if you have a Culligan softener or not. Give them a call. They'll help you out. Culligan of Fort Wayne. Give your people Culligan water. All right. On to the ACAC from last night. Adam Central, the Flying Jets, came off that loss to South Adams last week by beating Twin Lakes last evening by a score of 49 to 29. It was Bluffton over Heritage, 49 to 21. Hayden Nern, three rushing, three passing touchdowns, and Bluffton. Uh, Bluffton's got a date with Adam Central next week. They do, Mr. Kenny, and yeah. I have that one starred on my schedule because yes. that could be a dandy. We give uh, Brent Kunkel a lot of uh, a lot of grief for not being able to beat the top two in the uh, in the ACAC and wasn't able to do it against South Adams earlier this year. But he gets a shot against Adam Central next week. A team that uh, in Adam Central they got a good test last night with Twin Lakes, but uh, the way Bluffton's playing, particularly Hayden Nern, who had another big game last night, as you mentioned, Cody Middlestead, that dual threat, both running Seems and like receiving. Every week we're saying those names, yeah, no yeah. doubt, and a defense that I feel is is underrated. So I think if it can come into next week and make some plays, um, potentially Bluffton could get a big win. It just it just feels like Bluffton is just there in the ACAC. They're much better than everybody else in the conference. Them, but they're a significant distance away from South Adams and Adams Central. Maybe next week we see that gap close a little bit. Well, Bluffton in the ACAC, is kind of, they're kind of the Norwell of the ACAC. Norwell's just skating along 6-1, and one, and their only loss was to Leo, uh, you know, who's also 6-1. and one. So, you know, quality wins, and, and Bluffton's just winning their 6-1 and one overall, 3-1 and one in ACAC conference play. So uh, should be a dandy next, uh, this this coming Friday night at Adams Central at Minnick Field. So should be, uh, should be a fun one. South Adams took care of Jay County, 55 to nothing. Ho-hum, just another yeah, another, day at the office. Another day at the, the office. Starfires. Yeah, for the Starfires. They came out just dominated. Even when they put Aiden Warner in at quarterback, his first play, he scores a touchdown. So, ho-hum, same old, same old for South Adams, and they take care of business. And Mike Smith and the Woodland Warriors, uh, fresh off their first victory of the season last week, that 22-20 victory over Jay County, head to Culver Academy. Yeah. And uh, we were talking on the pregame show last night, Shannon Griffith mentioned, you know, oftentimes you don't know know what the personnel is going to be with Culver Academy because they have uh, student athletes coming and going, you know, and and it's it's just the nature of things. But they're a very competitive team. They are a very good team. At the very least, Woodland today will get to see some of the uh, Moak's picturesque uh, landscapes in Indiana at the Culver campus. Just beautiful up there. 
No doubt about it. Let's move on to the Northeast Corner Conference. And games last night had Angola uh, getting back on the winning track after losing to Fairfield last week. They beat South Bend Clay by a score of 49 to nothing. It was Bremen over Prairie Heights, 39 to 14. This one uh, conquered. 21 to 14 over East Side in overtime. Uh, now, despite that, giving up 21 points, the Blazers still averaged just six points uh, yep. against on defense. And this was a this was a night that I believe they were supposed to be playing Fremont. Fremont uh, scrambled earlier in the week. I think it came together Tuesday afternoon to play Concord, their first ever 5A opponent for Eastside as a 2A school. And uh, this was good for Eastside because four straight shutouts, they were not being challenged. Mm-hmm. And Todd Mason's team needed a challenge. And we talked to Todd Mason on the coaches show on Thursday night. He said, look, we're thrilled to go there and play. Win or lose, we need something that's going to regain that edge for us as we get it close to the postseason. So Eastside let one slip away. They were ahead in that game, losing overtime. But I can guarantee you now those coaches have can command those kids' attention in those team meetings. They can point to things that they're not doing correctly because it's difficult when you're beating teams by 45 every week and not giving up any points to get these kids to focus on their mistakes. So now you actually have their attention it's going to help east side going into the postseason yeah you lose the undefeated season but at this point it doesn't matter if it helps you get better for the playoffs and that's a great point you know you brought that up about the, the fact that it's hard to tell an unbeaten team that's winning by a huge margin that you're doing things wrong you need to correct things you know coach Moser at, at south adams yeah he you can, know, his just one week at a time mentality with his team that, that keeps on winning and it, it's it's got to be difficult but it's got to be done you still yeah. need to make these kids better and, and just tougher and, and able to withstand a challenge yes. each and every week. Absolutely. So. And they may get one in week nine with Angola, uh, and that could be a competitive game. You know, Angola looked good last night. Tucker Hasselman, five total touchdowns, and that win over Clay. But, yeah, Eastside at this point of the season needed something to really uh, you know change things up for them in preparations. And this was it. Short week. Had to put some stuff together quickly, play a quality opponent didn't get a win but i can tell you they learned a lot more from their team last night than they did the previous four weeks combined no doubt about it in a uh, big division conference game last night it was fairfield over garrett 36 to 7 fairfield 3 and 0 now in big division conference play 6 and 0 overall and uh they're they're rolling. I mean they, they've yep. got uh, they've got Lakeland next week. Lakeland's uh, you know one and two in conference play, two and five overall. But uh, you know, and that's at home at Fairfield. So uh, Fairfield seems to be uh, they rolling. Driver's seat. That's yeah, that Matt Matt Thacker's the you know, coach of the year. I, you can make cases for anybody else in the area. I don't care what happens. In the postseason, Matt Thacker is the coach of the year in the area. I mean, two years ago, 0-9. Last year, go 6-6. Six and six. This year, undefeated. That triple option is run so well by his team. It's just a blue-collar squad. They're not flashy. They go out and grind out wins. Another one last night.
And we mentioned Lakeland uh, now two and five. They beat West Noble last night, forty-one to twenty-one, and uh, West Noble still searching for that first uh, elusive victory. Uh, both teams came in uh, to the night with a combined record of one and eleven. Yeah. So uh, you know, kind of, um, kind of, kind of tough on on both teams. But congratulations to the Lakers for that victory. And the Central Noble Cougars were beaten by Logansport last night, fifty to 14 in a game that was uh, actually scheduled either late Thursday evening, I believe. Yeah, it was uh, late. After the uh, Central Noble Cherubusco game was canceled due to that tragic, tragic loss that was sustained by the Cherubusco community. And, and once again, our condolences from everyone here uh, to the Cherubusco community as they deal with such a tragic loss. But uh, my goodness, uh, the Central Noble Cougars, Going in, isn't Logansport? They they're five A. Yeah. yeah, so difficult. You throw in that game, you know, less than twenty four hours or just a little bit more before you play that game. Logansport was supposed to play supposed to play Kokomo, and Kokomo is now in quarantine for COVID. So both teams needed a, a game. And credit to Central Noble, you know, they could have batted an eye and go, "Well, we're we're not going to Logansport and mm-hmm. getting beat up." They wanted to play some football and and did it last night and probably learned some things about themselves and at least got on the field and played a game. So a uh, quick turnaround, of course, with with the, the late cancellation of that game against Cherubusco. But uh, Central Noble was able to find an opponent, and, and that was the most important thing. They didn't want to sit idle this week and uh, and got there, uh, got, got uh, you know, dominated by Logansport. But it, but it was good to have a game for Central Noble. Indeed. Those are the scores from around the Northeast Corner Conference. And, um, yeah, basically, uh, you know, just looking quickly at next week's schedule, we talked about Bluffton at Adams Central in the ACAC. And, of course, uh, the uh, the NE8 has Leo at Columbia City. Leo's sitting at 5-0 and in the conference right now. Columbia City lurking at 4-1, and as is Norwell, for that matter. And uh, the Norwell Knights head to uh, Huntington North to take on the Vikings next week. But uh, Leo in the driver's seat, yep. unblemished in conference play. And, uh, you know, that stingy defense and, and opportunistic offense as well with Jackson Barber and Caden Miller and, and the like. Yeah. You know, my goodness. Um, there again, and, and I think you know you mentioned it last uh, last week. You know, if with with Jackson Barber, uh, he he had to be able to emerge to keep them from being a, a one dimensional team. You, right. you stop Miller, you stop Leo. Uh, well, not so fast now because of the fact that uh, in you know in. Barber is 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 doing what he needs to do. He's managing games well. It sounds like so. Uh, this should be an, an interesting one. It is always come Dwanger Snyder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's the old throw out the records. You know, you try to say that anymore with Lures Dwanger, but uh, maybe not the same luster as it had ten fifteen years ago. But Snyder Dwanger, I mean these two schools. These two coaching staffs respect each other. Um, the, the 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 fan base uh, they they aren't aren't very cordial, <laughs> you know. So it, it's always I mean this this would make Snyder's season to be able to trip up the Saints and of course the Saints, uh, you know, whenever they can beat Snyder, uh, take that and uh, in, in indicate it's it's been a success when when that happens. So should be a dandy still. 
next week at Shields Field at Bishop DeWinger. But uh, Concordia at, at Carroll. Yeah. I still think with the healthy cadets heading to Carroll, now will Carroll, you know, how will they react coming off of that uh, loss to the Spartans? They'll be angry. I'll tell you that. It's a tough position now for Concordia to be heading there to take on Carroll after the shellacking that the Carroll Chargers got last night. So as good as that Concordia defense is, they're going to have to be tremendously on their game next Friday. You know, Snyder, you look at Snyder and we counted him out after the first two weeks of the season. And, you know, they're sitting, you know, one and three at one point. Now they're four and three. And they found what works offensively. Tyrese Mm -hmm. Brown had another good game last night. Luke Hopper. Yeah, Luke. Hopper at quarterback. Go young there and he's settling in. Uh, the younger brother of Michael Hopper who played uh, quarterback at Snyder. And that defense I think particularly on that back end is figuring things out in pass coverage and being able to uh, know their assignments a lot better than they did the first two weeks. We knew Snyder was going to get better over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Those coaches are too good and they have too much talent not to. So uh, I was surprised last night at that final score with Northrop. So even I'm underestimating Snyder at this point. So I can guarantee you Bishop DeWenger is not heading into that big game next week. And it was interesting and ironic, perhaps, because people were saying, if you're going to get Snyder, you better get him this year. Yeah, or you because better get him early young in this year. <laughs> and in, in the feeder systems, uh, you know, Lane Blackhawk uh, yeah. uh, middle have outstanding football programs that are feeding quality kids right into the Snyder program. And, uh, and yes, they, these neighborhood schools do feed into Snyder. and They, they, they do. do that, so. But, you know, open but, enrollment, too. We'll throw it out yeah, there. It's open sure. enrollment in the Fort Wayne Community Schools. And where do football players want to go? They want to play for winners. And Snyder is the most consistent winner in Fort Wayne Community Schools on the football field. So, naturally, that's a factor when you have open enrollment is talented kids are going to try trend towards the solid program so not just lane and blackhawk which they traditionally have on lockdown no other high school in four-way community schools has their feeder systems locked down like snyder does and then in addition to that they get other talent from around the city that instead of going to wayne or Northside or northrop or Southside, they go to snyder it's a fact of life where parents want their kids to be winners yes and, they, and they look is there anything wrong with that i don't think best, so they look for what's going to be the best situation for their children, for their student-athletes. So no doubt. We will see. Tell you what, we're going to go ahead and step out take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with OPS director and founder, Dr. Jason Russell. We'll be doing that when we return. You're listening to Talkin' Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. 
Shop classic, independently certified pre-owned Rolex watches for both men and women in the attractive high-end designs that make Rolex watches so striking at Peter Franklin Jewelers. Rolex, the world's most recognizable watch brand, from classic to professional Rolex models to suit any wrist. Shop Submariner, Daytona, Datejust, Yachtmaster, Batman, and more at Peter Franklin. A Rolex is always cherished, but it also transcends its material value and takes on a personal meaning. Whether it is an heirloom, a milestone of success, or a gift, a Rolex watch frequently becomes an emotional symbol that brings to life exceptional moments. Discover Rolex watches today at Peter Franklin, your independently certified pre-owned Rolex headquarters where every Rolex tells a story. Start your story today at Peter Franklin with three locations to serve you, Angola, New Haven, and a DuPont Road in Fort Wayne. See the entire collection of Rolex watches online at PeterFranklin.com. When you want to make a statement, it simply has to be Peter Franklin. Are you ready for Wednesday? Most of us call it Hump Day. But two old guys selling cool stuff have declared that this Wednesday is Trump Day. Voting Day is almost here, and it's time to show your support. Come out to Jefferson Crossing and get your Trump gear. Two old guys selling cool stuff will be set up in the parking lot in front of Mitchell's Sports Bar. They'll be selling Trump hats, Trump flags, Trump T-shirts, even Trump beer koozies to keep your victory drink cold. If it's Trump stuff, two old guys have it. Jefferson Crossing is located on West Jefferson Boulevard in Ketz Road. Come out this Wednesday, Trump Day, from noon to 6. Get your Trump stuff after 4 and grab an early dinner at Mitchell's. Get geared up for Trump with Trump hats, Trump t-shirts, and more from two old guys selling cool stuff. That's two old guys selling cool stuff. Remaking your Wednesday by taking out the hump and putting in the Trump. This Wednesday from noon to 6 at Jefferson Crossing. Place your legal sports bets at BetRivers.com. Your new home for sports betting. Millions of betting options a year on the sports you love. We offer live in-game betting on major sporting events worldwide. Tons of bets available during games from money lines, prop bets, and many more. Use one of our 12 easy deposit methods to get in on the action. And when you win, we offer fast and reliable withdrawals. Sign up now and we'll match your first deposit up to $250. More bets, better odds, more action. Place your sports bets at BetRivers.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-994-8448. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. And together, we turn great ideas into reality by accessing our networks, our experience, and the best of ourselves to make a difference. Around the world, Rotary brings leaders together to build new friendships and to solve problems. Like in Austria, where generations work side by side to build sustainable housing and community centers. In India, volunteers run a mobile blood bank to help provide a steady blood supply for their local community. And in Taiwan, people are working hard to get vulnerable citizens the support and services they need. With over one million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports for Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, along with Justin Kenny. 
from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. It's easy to get a hold of us and be part of the show. Do so via the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. 46862. Put TS in the front of your message so, well, we'll know it's for us. Especially if you have a question for OPS founder and director Dr. Jason Russell because on the Talk and Sports phone line presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne, give your people Culligan water, is Dr. Jason Russell. Doctor, good morning, sir. Good morning, Jim. Happy to be here. Well, thank you for joining us this morning on a busy Saturday morning. And I'll tell you what, uh, thank you for your videos on your tweets, giving us updates on what is happening out in the DuPont area around I-69, because it's very exciting. And between you and Dr. Nelson, you make it even more exciting. And we wanted to get you on and, and talk with you about the updates on the construction of this new magnificent OPS facility. And what can you tell us about how things are going out there? Well, things are going well so far. First off, those videos, um, it's not easy trying to come up with content on the fly and, and look like you're not an idiot at the same time. So hopefully they're not too bad, and I appreciate the compliments, so we'll keep them coming. But construction is going uh, ahead of schedule right now. Fetters, Fetters Construction is doing a great job. Um, something kind of neat this week. They brought in the beams that are going to support the roof for the basketball court. So we're going to have four full-size basketball courts on one end of the facility with a full in- indoor track. And these beams, it-, it blows my mind. They're 150 foot long by 7 foot tall, and each beam weighs 28,000 pounds. And we have 15 or 20 of these things going up, and it's almost... It's, it's an amazing, humbling experience. We've been doing this for four years and, and trying to get this building to get up and get, get built. And now you're on site and you feel like a really small person when you see two big cranes have to pick something up. And, 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 and you know, you talk about teamwork and sports. You have two different crane operators and a bunch of guys on the ground with hand signals and flags. And they, they pick these beams up together and put them completely level. It's, those guys are the real, uh, they're the real team out there, uh, uh, and, and the reason you play sports is because is these guys later on learn how to do this stuff together, so it, it's pretty exciting. Well, when you talk about a 150-foot steel beam, I, I'm what I think about is how in the world did it get there? Did they come down 69, and, now, and please tell me they didn't have to negotiate the diverging diamond. <laughs> they had to negotiate the diverging diamond. They did come down 69 on six different uh, uh, wide trailers and and uh yeah it was it, that wasn't the diverging diamond wasn't the hard part it was uh coming through dupont's campus i uh ah. if you go over on campus you'll see a lot of places where the semis couldn't stay on the road so <laughs> leave a lasting impression <laughs> well, well jason how many square feet will you have when all is completed out there at this new facility and and tell us a little bit about what uh, kind of things are going to take place there on a daily basis once completed yeah so it's 999,000 square feet so we had to be just under 100,000 um and this idea we've had for three or four or five years was you know athletes uh, tend to do better with recovery and with post-surgery outcomes and 
and just training in general when you can have a bunch of professionals that are all communicating on the on the in the same facility. So um, we started off with let's have FWO, our orthopedic doctors and sports medicine providers, um, in the building. So when patients have to come in and see them. Um, we could have the, those guys. We could have our, our physical therapists from OPT. We could have our strength and conditioning coaches and personal trainers from, from ops, um, our sports performance side. And, and let's just start there. Well, then as we got going, a lot of us have kids. We've sat in these facilities long enough watching our kids practice and wishing we could do something else or eat a healthy meal or something. So we decided, why don't we put a bunch of, of things in here that parents can be active let the kids be the kids, and so we decided to put a state-of-the-art fitness center. It's a 10,000-square-foot fitness center that I, I don't know if anything in the Midwest will rival this. You'd probably have to go to Chicago and, and further to see something. It's, it's, it, it's going to be state-of-the-art and as much equipment as you could ever need. Um, we'll have a healthy smoothie bar. We're going to have a retail center for, for an apparel company in there. Um, we're going to have a full child watch that parents don't have to worry about not being able to go do something because they have a, a little one there. We're going to have a licensed daycare facility um, and, and full indoor track, basketball courts. We're going to have a separate area for kids to work out versus parents because at the end of the day, kids need to be kids, and we don't necessarily need the parents always watching the kids, and the parents can go do something you know uh, beneficial for their health as well. We're going to have a human performance lab in there so we can come in and say, hey, Jim, you know, you've been working out every day and maybe you have or have not lost weight and you don't know why. We're going to be able to hook you up to all these computers and figure out exactly what heart rate you need to be at, what does your respiration rate need to be, what do your calories need to be for you to actually lose weight or gain weight and do it in a healthy way that uh, hopefully we're just we're just making fitness and exercise and family more of a, more of a fun and, and, and something people want to do and, and, and have better successful outcomes at the same time. We're talking this morning with Dr. Jason Russell, uh, founder and director of Optimum Performance Sports, OPS, and uh, talking about the updates on the new construction out in the DuPont Hospital area. And Jason, what, what was your vision? What prompted you to, well, like it in the United States? We visited a lot of facilities in California, Phoenix, Chicago, Minnesota, and, and I don't know if there's anything exactly like it. What we decided to do was let's take the, the best parts of each facility we visited and see if we can try to fit it into this 100,000 square feet. And the first place I went is a place called Exos. Uh, it's, it's probably the leader in, in human performance nationally. And they, I went to Phoenix and stayed with them for a week. And you start to see how they do things on their performance side and how they treat adults with, with, the, with the health and fitness. And I said, well, we definitely got to, they're doing it better than anybody else. Let's steal their ideas. And then just along the way, we just kept going. And Jim, I don't, I don't know if there's any facility that has the amount of things that we have and the programming we're going to have with a healthcare network like Lutheran to be able to run the backside of this from the medical side if, if, when we're doing lab testing and that type of stuff. Most of these gyms are just freestanding gyms, and, and you're on your own once you're in there. Now, when you talked about the fitness center, uh, this is going to be uh, open for public membership as well, correct? Public membership, um, and it's going to be 24 hours, so you're going to be able to go around the clock. Um yeah, it, it, and that, all of it, that makes me the most excited because I think 
you know, we have some nice facilities in town, but I really wanted this state-of-the-art facility where you come in and you're just, you're almost, you feel so good about being in the space that you don't want to leave and you just want to keep coming back to, to work out. Well, in, in the proximity of where you're at, your geography is perfect as well because the the northern part of uh, the, you know Allen County is growing exponentially as well uh, with with new subdivisions popping up all over the place as well and and there will be a need for more I know right now some of the gyms and in fitness centers are are well filled the capacity and there there's a long wait but to have you know something like this and I think you mentioned a 10,000 square foot facility just you know fitness alone is uh is an incredible asset to to not only Fort Wayne itself but this part of town too so uh thank you thank you for that oh absolutely when we met with the demographic company they were they they echoed what you just said which made me feel better because i was kind of going out on a limb and i didn't want all the responsibility thrown back on me but yeah it, it's growing so fast and, and we get people weekly and daily calling from as far north as angola and in cold water because i think they're just looking for something new and exciting well in the proximity also to i-69 you know, you can be just about anywhere. You can be, you know, from Auburn to Fort Wayne in 15 minutes. You can be, you know, from south of Fort Wayne GM up to the DuPont area in 10 to 15 minutes. It, it's uh, it's so easy, and the access is is wonderful as well. But now, the if I recall correctly, the the OPS facility at the Ash Center will still be functional, correct? It will be functional. We're going to keep that. Um, and that's when, well, we're, we're trying to, we'll, we'll probably turn that more into a team training facility. We're starting, uh, and this hasn't come out yet, where I think we'll, we'll announce it later in the month, but this football academy that it'll be full-time out there and, and uh, soccer training, baseball training, and, and be able to accommodate more teams because, you know, space is limited in town. And the biggest need we get out there is, is from coaches from the high school level and the club level just just begging for space so hopefully we can accommodate more and help the community even more out there well jason this this is all fantastic news and and we are so pleased what is your target you said you're a little bit ahead of schedule what's the target completion date at this point we are hoping by july 1st i think it's going to be somewhere between june and july of, of 2021 okay Sounds great. And in one final question, Jason, uh, what type of negotiation did it take to get that Tennessee Vols flag up on top of that crane? <laughs> well, so uh, hopefully nobody else uh, knows this, and, and I guess I'll, I'll leak it here. But apparently, if you were within a, a helicopter uh, a flight at a hospital, you have to have an orange and white flag. Is what the construction crew at Fetters just told me last week. They kind of burst my bubble. Um, but I'm going to stick with it's a Tennessee ball flag, um, and and we all, and uh, my heart grew up growing up a Tennessee ball fan. Um, it, it's a it's a Tennessee flag, so it's not a helicopter flag for any for, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it will be, but it will do the trick. Yeah, okay. It will do the trick. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dr. Jason Russell, thank you so much for joining us this morning, taking a little time out of your Saturday to give us an update on the construction. And, and please, uh, uh, as as things warrant, uh, uh, please come back and, and and fill in our listeners uh, for this once again. We do truly appreciate it. Absolutely. I appreciate your time and, and what you're doing for the community and the sports community, Jim. And then as soon as we get this thing up and running, uh, you and I will probably have to take a stroll through the fitness center and maybe take a lap on the track. 
I would love that. I would love that. You can run it. I'll I'll, I'll ride something. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, Jason. Take care. Yeah, you too. All right. That was Dr. Jason Russell, founder and director of Optimum Performance Sports, OPS, a, a sponsor of Talking Sports for uh, the last several years, um, uh, an entity that has helped us stay on the air. And so from that perspective, we are uh, beholden to OPS and thankful for their support of Talking Sports and local sports as well. So uh, that's... Uh, that's a in Dr. Russell. Well, Justin, uh, Dr. Russell, just what a what a what a guy. As genuine of a of a person as you'll ever meet. I mean, a guy. You know, he 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 says all the right things, but he means them. You know, I mean, there's there's no BSing there. And, and it's it's fascinating that you brought up the the uh, Tennessee flag because we've been going around and around at the office trying to tell him that it's it's not a Tennessee flag. But every video he does, he has to point to the Tennessee flag and and the support for the vowels and all that stuff. So yeah, he in his mind it's a Tennessee flag. Yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it finds its way atop the facility when it's all said and done. The Tennessee flag. So. But right. they they have a lot of fun out there, uh, Doctor Russell and Doctor Nelson. They put the uh, the ops hard hats on and and wander around, and they're you know they're kids in sandboxes in terms of playing out there and their vision. I mean, like Doctor Russell said, this has been years in the making, mm-hmm. and for him and Doctor Nelson and and everybody involved since the beginning, it's it's just a thrill. And and they're so, really everyone with ops. We're so excited to open this thing. You know, some people ask us, is is it is it a why? It's not a why. It's it's not a why. It's nothing you've ever seen in this area in terms of the technology that this place is going to have and the assists to you for your fitness and for your, uh, you know, weight, uh, you know, management and everything across the board. It's going to be phenomenal. We're, we're super excited. Well, in the technology to ensure success. Uh, of a goal that you have, you know, uh, when you when you embark on a weight loss journey, yeah, and maybe you start out and you're not losing weight, you, you think you're 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 doing you know fewer calories, but you're not losing weight. What's wrong? Right. You know, this as as Dr. Russell said, the performance lab, you know, will check you know what what your heart rate should be, where where things should be to optimize the ability to reach your goals yeah and that that's tremendous and in you know you said it yourself this is going to be a facility that's that it's not like anything else around here right this will be state-of-the-art and in and i hate to use that as a cliche yeah but it is yeah and uh this is like something that is not been seen around the country yeah no doubt and i mean we just hired a a, a nutritionist that's going to be on full-time with us and she's going to be able to meet with uh individuals that are having issues with weight and building them um you know plans diet plans but also going out to pfw and visiting those athletes one of the biggest things and even when i was in college would see it is these athletes are supposed to stay in these pristine conditions you know prime conditions of their body but they're also living by themselves uh, in an apartment and you you know you're grabbing food when you can there's no training table at pfw or anything so a nutritionist will be able to meet with these teams meet with these athletes and put together plans for them take them out to the grocery store because i think that's the big disconnect you can tell the kid 
kids, the college kids, what to do, but then they got to go to the grocery and get all this it's stuff. It's got to be know? applied. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, even going on grocery visits with with these athletes and, and then at lower levels, you know, it, you can't really meet with the high schoolers. It's, it's in one ear out the other, but, you know, connecting with the parents too, as well, getting on, on, on those, on those tracks. So, it, it every week we get more and more excited with with seeing this thing go up and and if you know Jason Russell he does everything top of the line he would, will not half ass anything so this place will be decked out in everything that you need and all apparel will be Nike I can guarantee you because <laughs> Dr. L you know everything's Nike he's a he's a Nike guy Nike and Tennessee Vols there we go. <laughs> 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Just a few minutes left from the show. Had a few texts that did uh, come in. Uh, that One says, T.S., just like the Big Ten is doing this year, would there be a chance that high school football will do a week before the playoffs and have each seed from the season play each other? That way you get true winners of the conferences and uh, and give the bottom teams another game. Uh, in, in theory, that, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. But, uh, uh, to get the IHSAA to, well, move on. Yeah, move anything back like uh, that. other than straight ahead and mm-hmm. what they've been doing uh, would would be difficult. But uh, still, uh, you know, great idea. Yeah, uh, and thank you for the text. We appreciate it. But I still love to see the SAC go to a couple non-conference weeks. Please give us yeah. a couple non-conference weeks. But then you know, in, in, but then who do you leave out of your schedule? I would love to do two divisions. You break it up into two divisions, yeah. even them out. Um, you and do big and small, like the North. You could corner. go big and small. Uh, so, so this was my envision real quick. You have nine games, right? You split it up into five or two five team divisions. You have four interdivision games. You play four interdivision, two cross division. Mm-hmm. or three even cross division. That gives you seven games, and then two non conference games. So it protects your your division, it can protect potential rivalries crossed, and then you have two non-conference. That's my idea. But I think it's too difficult. Now with 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 two five uh, team divisions and you have obviously four divisional games, how do you break ties then? Do you go into what, your non-divisional game? Yeah, or well, maybe you do this. You play four interdivision, you play two uh, interdivision across. You have two non-conference, and then week nine is championship week, where first place plays first place, second second, third third, fourth fourth, fifth fifth across the division. Which, which uh, the person that just texted yes. in that 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 we're seeing lines right. Yeah, we're we're talking. seeing uh, other school. We've seen the TRC do that, Three Rivers Conference in high school. We're seeing the Big Ten do that this year, or the Big Ten championship game weekend. Uh, Jim Harbaugh came up with that to play across like that so that's my envision for the sac i don't know if i'll ever see it in my lifetime who knows what's well, a great idea then i know which is why it won't happen we have another uh text that came in says ts uh, uh rest in peace sergeant tim mccarthy a notre dame legend if you've ever been to an nd game from the 60s through 2015 you always look forward to his announcement at the end of the third quarter uh, may i have your attention please you can hear a pin drop when he talked. He had some great puns. Uh, one awesome. monkey around in traffic, you may end up in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> and the it kids would love it, too. That was, yeah. I mean, the students were in on it, you know. So oh, sure. It was great. And I, I, last I knew, they were playing old clips of 
of Tim. I don't know if they still do that at Notre Dame Stadium, but I know a couple oh. years when his health was struggling, they were playing recordings of him. And, and why not? I mean, they're yeah. timeless. Oh, absolutely. Just, you know, but, uh, yeah, but he, he passed away. Also, oh my goodness, uh, Bob Gibson. Uh, passes away. Um, got that news last night. I, Bob Gibson was one of the first dominant pitchers I remember as a kid when he pitched for the Cardinals. I remember, uh, uh, you know, like reading his paperback biography and, uh, and my dad used to uh, talk about Bob Gibson and said, the guy always pitched like he was double parked. Okay, for those that aren't familiar, double parking is when when there isn't a parking place, but you park outside of that in the street. But anyway, and and you're only in for a a minute or two. Uh, Happens in big metro areas still sometimes. But but he would pitch a nine-inning game in like an, an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. It just, it was incredible because he'd get the ball, he'd throw it. He'd get the ball, he'd throw it. And he always had a plan, but he and Tim McCarver, who not my favorite person, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they worked so well together. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I guess who who couldn't work uh, with Bob Gibson who had dominant stuff and, and, and just impeccable control and command. Yeah. You know, that was the first thing. I, I got to pitch at Outlang Stadium down in St. Petersburg, Florida. The first time I towed the rubber there. That was one of the first things I thought of because that was the former spring training home of the St. Louis Cardinals. And I thought to myself, do you realize I'm sitting here on this rubber looking in the same perspective as Bob Gibson and Steve Carlton when Steve Carlton started out his career with the Cardinals. And I thought these two men looked in and I'm seeing... Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.